When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Check one, check two. Give it off for... This is the Rich Eisen Show. What do you want? When you need that backup quarterback, it's kind of like a lawyer, right? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Trace down. Yep. You must go to the next man up. Touchdown! Jimmy Garoppolo. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests. Jaguars head coach, Doug Peterson. Pro Football Hall of Famer, Rod Woodson. Plus, six-year NFL veteran, Andrew Hawkins. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Well, yes, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show here on the Roku channel and the Odyssey app. And then, of course, the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network. We're going to be back on Sirius XM next week. Can't wait to tell you that information. The bottom line is this. In terms of being the host of a television streamer, a host of a radio terrestrial show, soon to be, once again, a radio satellite show and a radio streaming show with a podcast that is distributed by the Cumulus Podcast Network and also YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. In terms of that host, I am him. <laughs> and uh, back here, sitting here on this set. And uh, and I appreciate uh, Susie filling in with Marshall Falk so expertly yesterday, talking to him. Um, and I don't, I don't mean Stefan Diggs, I mean Ed O'Neill. Oh, okay. my God. Oh, my God. Uh, great show, guys. Terrific show um, as I was uh, um, taking care of business with our new partners, uh, Roku and the Roku channel. It was a lot of fun yesterday hanging out with all our new partners, and now it's going to be great fun over the next three hours right here on channel 210, 210. on the Roku channel. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. Hey, Rich, How are you, you, sir? Man. What's happening? Good to see you, DJ Hello. Mikey good D. To see you, Rich. As in D's nuts, Mike Del Tufo. Good to see you. TJ Jefferson, light that candle. Light the candle, why don't yeah, you? Still trying to recover from Ed O'Neill, and I hope we don't get too many FCC fines because he was dropping bombs. I am not concerned about the FCC <laughs> fines. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about PETA. I mean, he talked about a, <laughs> I mean, he talked about a cat with a condiments all over it in, 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 a, in a hot dog bun that apparently... <laughs> Chris Farley put together in John Lovitz's house. I mean, my yeah, God, Super Bowl it was one of the greatest Mad Libs I've ever heard. <laughs> um, what a story. Um, and it's it. all it's all sitting there uh, on our YouTube page. If you're missing it, YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. It's also uh, soon to be when our video on demand service gets up and running on the Roku channel. We're very excited about the future of this show. Uh, on our platform. It's uh, all, all sorts of good in the hood. 844-204-RICH, number to dial throughout today. So um, on, um, again, this is an amazing world that we live in. Um, uh, that we're, we're during the uh, Roku live event that I was in the audience for before being on the stage, uh, I, I was watching our show on the phone. And uh, that's what you can do when you get the Roku app, the Roku channels on it, and it's free and it's great. So I'm on my um, flight taxiing down the runway from San Francisco's airport. The uh, what, I don't forget what the call is in San Francisco airport. SFO. SFO, SFO. is the is is the uh, is it, the initials. Is it, yeah. But anyway, I'm uh, I'm on the I'm on the runway, 
and I'm watching the Yanks. It's 8-4, <laughs> Pirates on top of the Yankees, but I'm watching it because Aaron Judge is up, and he's sitting on uh, 59, getting ready to hopefully hit number 60 at some point, and they showed Roger Maris's kid. By the way, he's got that crew cut just, flat top yeah, just like dad it's just like, dude yeah. i'm telling you he had that yeah. when mcguire was chasing the dude, i'm telling you he looked just like his dad and i thought to myself man because i thought that when mcguire was tr- chasing down maris the poor maris family was being dragged all over the Everywhere. country until he would hit and mcguire <laughs> yeah. it took a while for him to do it yeah but um aaron judge is so red hot He's so oh, hot is he's he? so incredibly <laughs> red hot that i am streaming his at-bat on a runway, taxiing down the runway in a game the Yankees are losing 8-4. to four. Yeah, you got to see And sure alive. enough, he gets that cookie right down the middle of the plate at 3-1. and one. Pitcher challenges him, and he, he destroyed the baseball, as yeah. he has been doing. In the second half of this season, he's hitting over 360. And this is the part of the season when the Yankees have been terrible. They have been a mediocre, average baseball team since the All-Star break. And Judge hits one into the left center field bleachers for number 60. And to the point that I've been making for weeks now, and I understand that, you know, he's caught the babe, and you even pointed out... uh, Chris, on, on Twitter last night, Ian O'Connor, who's been on this show many times, who writes for the New York Daily News oh, and he's written some great books, story. talking about how he's now the modern-day Babe Ruth. And you point out, there's an actual, you know, hitter-pitcher in there's Southern two. California. There's <laughs> yeah. two. There's another oh, one here amazing. in Southern California, Shoei Otani, yeah. doing actual Babe Ruth-like things, which is homering, hitting for power, and then being a lights-out pitcher as well. Um. To the point that I've made that I don't want to hear any more of a conversation about the MVP and his judge as the MVP, and, and I understand that that could be taken as a detriment to Shohei Otani, who is a unicorn, who is incredible, who is somebody who I point to my children and say, remember this, we'll be talking about this with your kids. You know, knock on wood, I'll be around to tell them these stories if you don't remember it. Judge's home run last night, I, I, I believe this, It sparked a rally. It was like his teammates were like, okay, there is no way we can lose a baseball game in which Judge hits 60. And just like Maris, when Maris did hit 61, kind of needed to be shoved out of the dugout to take a curtain call. Like he was sheepish about it. It's like this team's down three. Yeah, And he kind of like, yeah, I know I just hit 60, but, you know, the Jays are crushing the Phillies right now. That would leave us only five up in the loss. We got three to go with them after four with the Red Sox. You know would really love to stick it to us. You could see that was his body language when you waved to the crowd. And uh, I believe it. His teammates were like, we can't lose this thing. Rizzo doubles, and then Torres walks, and then Josh Donaldson bloops one in. I understand you could say, how does he control whether one bloops in or not? I don't know. Baseball is just a fickle beast with momentum and belief and all of that. And then up steps Giancarlo Stanton, who was one strikeout shy of the golden sombrero, who couldn't really lay wood on much, who was being booed like it was his first month as a Yankee three years ago. And he lines one into the left field stands for a grand slam home run and the Yankees win. 
And Aaron Judge is the most valuable player of the American League. And if there was a league-wide award, with all due respect to Alonzo or Austin Riley, who is amazing for the Braves, who can't lose either right now. It's a great race in the NL East, although I'm sure you might use a different <laughs> nice. adjective. Nice. Nice. This is exciting. No, Mets have already clinched, but, but um, a playoff spot. But, um, hey, league-wide, if there was a league-wide MVP like the, the NFL, I mean, they don't break it up by conferences in the NFL, it would be Aaron Judge. Not just because of the figurative or the emotional aspect of it, like I just brought to you about how those teammates essentially said, we just can't lose this thing. But up the numbers. Here it is. On the screen, we are showing you for our radio audience, Aaron Judge is tops, tops in the American League in batting average now because last night his home run gave him a 316 batting average. That is now tops in the American League. He is now he is now on pace for a triple crown. Last Yankee to have a triple crown possibility where he led every one of the categories of average home runs and RBIs in September was Mickey Mantle. <laughs> He's number one in runs on base percentage, slugging percentage, OPS, war, walks, total bases. One in all of them. And... Hang on, the one he doesn't lead, steals. <laughs> he doesn't lead, steals. No, he's slacking. It's uh, hey, come on. It's John. Well, hold on. No, it's Cedric, Cedric Mullins. Cedric Mullins of Baltimore has thirty-one. But guess what? Judge has sixteen steals. This is pretty impressive. He's fifteen behind. He's got sixteen steals. He's six seven two eighty. Because normally you'd say, okay, the big slugger, he's lumbering. He's stolen sixteen bases, seventeen intentional walks. Yeah, he's been amazing. End of story. Can we just stop it and just sit back for the next two weeks and just understand what we're seeing here? What we're seeing here, and what we're seeing here, I'll say it. Is that a front row seat? To that 98 season. Yeah. Mark McGuire retired to me. And I love him as a human being. I just love him. I loved getting yeah. to meet him. I haven't spoken to him in well over. I think it's got to be like 15 years. Which is a shame. Because I used to hang with the guy and be. I, I just love him as a human. But uh, when I asked him about. You know. Juicing after when he retired in his retirement interview with me on ESPN. He, he wasn't truthful with me. And, you know, I, I got what, Sosa, you could say what you will and say that Bonds never popped for anything. Okay. <laughs> okay. But never popped for anything. Just the eye test. Let's go eye test, everybody. Okay. It's kind of judgmental. This right here, <laughs> right here, what we are witnessing, because this is the era where I'm assuming Major League Baseball is testing oh, yeah. everybody like Judge, like crazy. You think? What we're seeing right here is the run for the ages that we've been waiting for for a very long time. That's what we're seeing right here because we are assuming he is clean. He's looked like this, this size, since the minute he came up for the Yankees. This, what we're seeing, is unreal. 60. 60. He might, you know, 
it, it's going to be a, it's it's going to be a, a heck of a it's going to be a heck of a run here. He could potentially, if he goes on a red hot streak, wind up with thirty more home runs than the next closest guy. It's possible. He should really steal four more bases, Rich. No one's ever gone 60-20 before. I, I don't know. I think Sosa did. I think Sosa did, by he the did way. did do 20? I think he – look it okay, up in 98. Real quick. Or, the, or, or the couple of years where he did – I mean, honestly, you know, everybody, you know, 60 home runs was kind of for a while when, you, when you're going between – Ruth did it in, 60, in, in 27, Maris did it in 61, and now you're seeing Judge do it in 22. Nah, Rich. He did not? Okay. The most he ever had in steal his career was 32, and that was when he was 21. Let's go, man. With the Let's White steal team. it. So, let's be a record. Let's go. I, I, I'm just saying what we're seeing is, in fact, the run for the ages that we've been waiting for since Maris, and and then maybe, you know, obviously since Ruth. And and the Yankees need every one of them. He's dragging them. And on top of it, just one last thing, and then I promise you, we'll stop talking about it for the moment. On this front, I'm telling y'all, as a native New Yorker, for him to not take the Yankees' money, for him to say to the Yanks, not enough. I, I'm, I'm going to bet on myself, and I'm going to go into this Yankee season telling you, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to walk if you don't pay me, but we'll just leave that aside for the moment. And it's not enough in this day and age, the amount of money that he turned down. If he didn't perform up to snuff, savaged is the only word. I just know that savage is in the box. New York would eat up, spit out, booze, all sorts of stuff. He has gone in the exact opposite direction. He has put... <laughs> we talked, Jim, we talked, we talked about it back in, in April when... Thank God the lockout ended and the Yankees and the rest of Major League Baseball started playing and 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 Judge about that. and Judge didn't and Judge didn't sign long term and he turned down all that money and everyone's like, Okay, buddy, you're almost thirty. You're almost thirty. What have you done? Okay, pal. Yeah, you want to get paid till you're thirty eight? It'll be like Albert Pujols all over again? Like down here in Southern California, really? Yeah. And if I if I said to you, you know what he's going to do? He'll just hit sixty home runs and lead in every offensive category except steals. It is unreal in this twenty four seven three sixty five where every single human being in the New York City metropolitan area is paying attention. The Maris kid is right there, and he's homer. He's unreal. He's the best man. He gets down on a knee when there's a kid there, and he he looks them in the eye. Good God, Hal. Whatever he wants, give it to him. Whatever he wants, give I'm it a, to him. I'm going to uh, mo- let you have your moment, Rich. What are you, you're going to pay him? You didn't pay Mookie Betts. He's sitting out here in Southern California. We're not paying him. Of course not. Red Sox not going to pay him. No. Giants might pay him. Okay, great. But I'm going to let you have your moment. This is a beautiful moment. And it's a beautiful moment for baseball. It's really awesome. It is, right? I just wish some Yankee fans were at the stadium to see it happen. I know know you like that. You like that, that (laughs) there are a lot of fans in the left left center field. 
Basically, that yeah. uh, that were there is empty empty benches in the ninth <laughs> inning. Look, in their defense, New York's a little dangerous right now. No, maybe people it. feel that's like they need to get home a little <laughs> earlier. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that's why they left. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's not a good sports right. town. I don't know. All right, let's see. I love that. <laughs> not a good sports town. Very good. Okay. Most championships in the country. All yeah. happened before you were born. No, they didn't. Most of them. No. All right. Uh, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Yeah, man. We love it. We love, yeah, we love it with baseball. 60 home runs. It's amazing. It's amazing. Isn't it? He's going to hit like 65. It's incredible. I don't know. We'll see. There's we'll 15 see. games left. We'll see. Um, when when did I take my kids to Anaheim? It was August twenty. I worked. I did the games. Yeah. Twenty ninth. It was twenty ninth because it was Taylor's birthday the next day. Yep. It's September. On September twentieth, he hit. So it's a month. Ah, he. It was ten, and it was ten in less than a month. But it's hundred. He did it. So he he hasn't he, played all the games. I'm just but saying. It's been one hundred and forty seven games. And he's Which is another babe. thing, too. There's no the asterisk. did it in 154. No asterisks, man. He's a seven games ahead of the base. It's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, that's the thing. What if he hits 10 more? Wow. He goes on a tear. I mean, he hit two, he hit, he's hit three in two days. True. I, I mean, mean, I would be pretty surprised, but it would be awesome. Just keep ten. going. All right, let's take a break here. Uh, Doug Peterson. Peterson. He's the only coach in the uh, AFC South with a win entering week three. Jacksonville Jaguars, your first place, Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm like, bring me Doug Peterson as long as he's a first place head coach in the NFL, right? Told you. Jacksonville Jaguars this week. Come out here. Let's go. He's going up the the road. Oh, he's Tom Coughlin time. Is he Tom Coughlin time? He's early. All right, let's take a break. (laughs) Rod Woodson's on this program and Andrew Hawkins in studio. Doug Peterson, when we come back, he's on Coughlin time. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. I'm just letting it be known that if my interview that I'm about to conduct with Doug Peterson is often anyway, uh, this, this coffee mug is just for show. There's nothing in it. But you can go to richeisenshop.com. Oh, and get hey, one. Hey, 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 hey
coffee. Hey, in the coffee hey, at him. Oh, right on his desk at him. Hey, oh, my gosh. There we go. Meanwhile, the phones are ringing off the hook. There we go. Wow. God bless you, Adam. Oh, wow. my God. Hold on a minute. Here we go. Hold on. Mm. Make sure it's the right temp, Rich. You might have to send them back. Mm. Oh, look at that. Great. Thank you, sir. Wow. Adam. That was not passive aggressive. Oh, my gosh. Not planned, either. Joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is the only head coach in the American Football Conference Southern Division that has a win. The Jacksonville Jaguars, fresh off of their shutout dub at home against the Indianapolis Colts, his first Win as head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars is our friend on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, Doug Peterson. How are you, coach? Rich, I'm good. Hey, I'll tell you something. That dialogue sounds like a sideline on game day. Yeah, you think so? Well, you know, yeah, a lot of dialogue back and forth, and ultimately you got your coffee, and ultimately we get to play in, and we get a win, and okay. all things are good. Okay. Are you a coffee guy, Doug? Do you? Yes, are... yes sir. I'm about a... I'm anywhere from a two to a three cup guy every day. Oh, every day. Wow. Okay. So now, do you space yeah. it out so you get that jolt, or are you just going to just slam it all down and then just walk around bouncing nope. off the walls? I'll do. I'll do two. In the, I'll do two in the morning okay. early when I first get here uh-huh. uh, as I'm as I'm waking up, and then uh, I'll do one more you know later in the afternoon. Okay. And uh, are, yeah. what 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 are we? Are we just a straight up um, highly caffeinated? Up. I just just uh, black Keurig coffee maker here in my office. Okay. I'm just a straight. I don't put anything in it. Look. Nothing, just wow. straight up. No. Wow! Straight up. No, 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 half and half. No, nothing. No, no huh. I, I never could get into this. A little too sweet for. Even though I like sweets, it, coffee's a little too sweet. If I did that, okay, Doug Peterson, mark it down. I mean, I, I guess you know, being a head coach in the NFL. Do you? Are there any coaches in the NFL who don't drink coffee? Doug Peterson. Oh, that's a great question. I Thank don't you. know. I don't. Know. I think most of them probably drink at least a cup a day. Okay. Have you ever come across anybody tea, like that? Tea. <laughs> um. No, I have not. What about Reed? What about uh, Andy? You know what? Coach Reed. Coach Reed is not an, a coffee drinker. Get out of here. Yeah, Coach Reed did not drink coffee. Yeah. Just red meat? Think about it. Just, the red, just red meat? That's his caffeine. Just, he gets his just, caffeine from the red, red meat. And, uh, you know, back in the day, it used to be Diet Coke. I'm not sure what he's on to now. All right. How is Victory Monday? Do, we, do you have one of those in Jacksonville? What do you have? Oh, what no. No, I mean it was a victory Monday, but we worked. You know, we uh, we brought the guys in, and and uh, you know, Rich, this is this is the thing too with this team. We're, we're such a, a young football team, and we're still kind of learning and and teaching and and just showing them how to win. You know, that's that's a big step for us, even this this next week going to, going against the Chargers and you know, great opponent out there. But just learning how to win, and how to handle that. But yeah, we worked on Monday. Players were off Tuesday, and then we're back on the practice field today. Well, I I saw you. You had your. A press conference. I saw a phrase here that I'd never heard of before, so I'm, I, I like this. You're preaching a mentality called "so what now what." What is that, Doug? What is that? You know, it just it just tells you that it doesn't matter what happens, win, lose, or draw. It's the so what, right? You know, it's just it's just how you how you move forward. It's the it's the now what. What are we going to do with it? You know, and we lost we lost in week 1 to washington and that, that was kind of our our so what and then we came back the next week and we practiced we we worked on some things got better and we won the football game and and that's your that's your now what so it, it's just a mentality of you just got to put things behind you you learn from it move on correct it and uh, and just focus on that that one and no mentality each week where'd you pick that one up doug did you make that one up is that off your dome I wish I could take credit for that one, but no, um, that that one's been bouncing around a while. I, I have a friend of mine, Dr. Kevin Elko, who who is uh, he worked with me in uh, Philadelphia, and he's he's working with our team here in Jacksonville, and just huh. you know, just about just the sort of the positive mental thinking and 
how to message, you know, the team. And he helps me with a lot of different things. And, and uh, it was a phrase that he uh, um, actually approached me with when I was actually in Philadelphia. And I've, I've carried it. It just means means so much. And it's just a little phrase, but it carries a lot of weight. Well, let me turn to the how and why then, uh, Doug Peterson, with uh, your quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. He just looks different, I'll be honest. Uh, you know, and it could be just – first year to second year and obviously what happened in with your predecessor there last year um and him or whatever didn't happen there what what are you seeing what what are you what are you seeing in the first two games you're like okay this is what i've been talking to him about this is what i've been preaching to him about yeah you know i think there is a jump obviously from your year one to year two regardless of the scheme or the system that you're in um and and we've seen that you know for him playing you know every game last year was a benefit obviously to to get a feel for the NFL and how the NFL operates and game game speed and all that and then and now it's it's for us as a staff too is just surrounding him with with a lot of positive guys obviously coaching him teaching him he he he's like a sponge out there he wants to learn and nothing's nothing's perfect by any means it's still a work in progress but he's He's playing within himself, you know, and he's relying on the guys around him. And you're seeing that with Christian Kirk and the two running backs and, you know, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram, guys like that, trusting the defense, you know, uh, playing smart football. And those are all things that, that, you know, obviously I learned as a head coach dealing with the young Carson Wentz and now being able to sort of channel that uh, teaching with, with Trevor. So can you give me an example of the sponge? Where you said something and he took it in and then you put it out there on the field. Is there something that you could just throw out there? So yeah, there's folks can uh, know? Uh, you know obviously just even in this even in this past game, um, you know we, we we see things as a staff you know on during the course of a game and mm-hmm. you know you're you're making adjustments in game all the time and you know we were able to do a couple of little things based on some of the coverages that the, the Colts were presenting and and he was able to just absorb it, take it back out the next drive and and actually you know, use that, um, you know, to our advantage and, and execute a, a, pass, a simple pass play, but, but we had to make a, a quick adjustment on the sideline and, 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 and get it done, and, and he was able to do that. And, you know, that's the type of stuff that, that he just, you know, he just wants to learn and, and, and get better every day. Um, he's got a great group of receivers that he's working with, um, love the way they practice every week, and, you know, just uh, one-day-at-a-time mentality. So Christian Kirk as well, what a great game he had with a couple of scores. And, you know, obviously you, you've, you've coached before in the Northeast and, and, and Northern Florida's got a, obviously a different vibe to it. But um, he, he got paid. He got paid a lot of money. And there might be some pressure that comes with that. Um, what, what, have, what have you seen from him uh, on that front for him to come up with a game like that at home in his home opener and what that means for you and your team, Doug Peterson? Yeah, you know, that's the type of person and player that, that we know Christian to be. And, and I'll tell you this, having now worked with him just briefly, you know, for him it's not about necessarily the money. It's just about playing football and, and getting better. And, you know, he's such a great he, – he was top on our list, you know, in the offseason. He was a guy that we targeted in, in the free agent market, and and we were able to get him. And you know, we and, and listen, we had we had resources to spend too. So you know, we're not going to make an excuse of, of that either. But he's just exactly what we expected, and 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 more. And you know, um, what he has shown um, the off season through training camp and these first two football games is uh, 
exactly what we'd expected. And and he and Trevor are on a on a good relationship, good page out on the football field. They talk a lot with with all the receivers, but um, just a uh, just a hard guy to defend, and just knows how to play the game of football. He's got a, really has a great head on his shoulders. And then just this is a question I, I'm, I've always wanted to ask. Uh, and and I have an opportunity here, even though I kind of I think I know the answer. You had a 15 play opening drive, and it was nine minutes 11 seconds long. I don't know if you're aware, it was the longest drive that the, your franchise has had since 2019. Uh, you hear a lot about first 15 scripted. Did you go? Was that all scripted? Was was that because it's the, 15 right on the head? Wasn't yeah. You know well, we it? had we had a couple third downs, so you get to your third down menu. But right. Most of those plays did come off of the openers. How about that? Um, you know that that you do script because that's normally first and second down thoughts, and then you go to your third down thought. We had a couple. We had a fourth and three in there. We overcame and and got that, and then and then obviously the third and uh, I believe it was four or five there in the red zone for the touchdown. So I, it was just you know listen, it, it's just. It's just a matter of communication and execution, and you practice these things in practice. You try to put your team in, in positions to be successful, and the guys give the guys the credit. They went out and executed, and um, you know scored on that open drive. And then how uh, Doug Peterson here on the Rich Eisen show, your defense, man. I mean, um, Josh Allen with a couple of sacks, your your first round selection outside of obviously um, you know your first overall pick. Um, Devin Lloyd, I mean, he's got 17 tackles this season that leads your team. What are you seeing out of your defense that you like? Clearly, you liked a lot with yeah. him giving up zero yeah, points, you, but you, what do you think here, Doug? Yeah, you definitely like a lot of things about that group. You know, for, I think, first of all, it starts up front with that with that edge, those edge rushers and those interior guys. I mean, that's, that's kind of the strength of the defense, obviously. But, you know, you're seeing, you know, great communication with these guys. You're seeing just relentless – pursuit to the ball um you know we learned from week one we 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 got a little undisciplined in our run fits in the first week and they came back and fixed it and 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 did a great job against a really fine running back and a running game you know last week and 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 then those two guys on the edge are just just special players you know and 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 Trayvon is just uh it's everything that we thought and we everything that we saw on tape when we were you know looking at him coming out of Georgia and of course, we knew the type of player that Josh Josh is, and you know uh, they're just a it's just a it's a great kind of one two tandem, you know. And and um, again, the guys are just they're just playing they're playing loose, you know, and and playing within themselves. Mike Caldwell's doing a great job of you know scheming for them, and uh, particularly on third down where they can just use their strength and, and get after the passer. Doug Peterson here on the Rich Eisen Show. A few more minutes left with the first place head coach of the first place Jacksonville Jaguars through two weeks. Uh, let's get to the the what now. You're coming out here. You're coming out here to Southern California. Um, which co- which quarterback do you think you're going to see? What do you think for the Chargers? What do you think? Well, you know, I, listen. I, I've had this injury before. Yes, um, I bet. And 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 it's obviously it's not it's not a fun one to have. But <laughs> <laughs> um, it could be a little tender, but I know this. And Justin's the type of kid that's going to want to play, and we fully expect him to play. And and it's just credit to him, you know, to get himself in position to do that and 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 get his health right. And um, so that's that's what we've got to go in and, and expect that that he's going to play. And and obviously, Chase is very capable backup. I've I've worked with Chase in my past in Kansas City and Philadelphia. And, uh, he's a very capable backup that can come in and and um, you know win a game for him as well. So, you know that that's our plan. You know coming in, we got to expect for you know uh, Justin to play, 
and uh, we got to get ready for him because he can he can beat you through the air. He can beat you with his legs, and and he's got some you know talented weapons around him. But the other thing too is he's got a tremendous defense, and um, that's one of the things that he does well is he relies on that defense to uh, to make stops and, and create more turnovers for the offense. Well, if you, if there's anybody at all on your defense, right, that thinks well, he 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 can't he can't do it with that injury, right? He can't he can't make the throws with that injury. How about that sequence, I'm sure you saw it, on Thursday night where he turns down running for the first down? Because I imagine he doesn't want to get hit. He doesn't want to slide. He doesn't want to go down on the ground himself, right? He just right. He, he just dirts the ball. And then <laughs> that 40-yard frozen rope was ridiculous, Doug. That was yeah, unbelievable it, that he did that. It, you know, It just goes to show you the type of kid he is right. and, and how, how bad he wants to win. And, and he's a competitor. And that's why, that's why this, this – you know, we expect him to to play just because of that right there. You know, and and he's he's young, and I mean, he's a leader of that team, and and you know, nobody wants to miss a game, and especially uh, especially him. All right, and then uh, you know where you're going next, so you know where I'm going next. Um, yes, I do. <laughs> what's going to go through your head? I don't. I imagine we won't be talking uh, again. Certainly before week four, your visit back to Philadelphia. What do you think is going your reception is going to be when you walk in that building, Doug Peterson? Well, yeah, I, I'd hope I get booed. You know, I mean, I, that'd, that'd make me feel welcome. You know, and get booed a little bit, feel right back at home. You know, okay, um, get that out of the way early. But now, I, you know, honestly, I think I think it'll be a great great reception. Um, you know, coming back there, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Obviously, we got a game in between, but you know, it's uh, a place where you know we won a championship and and the first one in, in Eagles history. So means a lot it's a special time and and special place obviously for that and and uh, looking forward to going back up there and then hopefully uh hopefully i get a little little mixed reaction yeah and i know look i know it's not your team and you do have as you mentioned another game beforehand but i i, I do want to ask you uh what jalen hurts looks like i imagine you did see some of that on on monday night uh, part of that doubleheader nationally televised and what he has turned into there in philadelphia and your your thoughts on that process since you were in that draft room when he got drafted by philadelphia yeah uh, it's everything that we expected him to be and, and become. And, and I'll tell you this: that you know, when you get to know Jalen, he, he's a he's a he's a hard worker. This kid wants to be great, and that's I mean, he he makes no excuses about that, you know. And, and he wants to be the best player in the NFL, and, and he's he's showing that. And, and obviously, the, the performance the other night, he he just he did just that. And, and you know, go back to Alabama. He won at Alabama. He won at Oklahoma. And, and you know, he's now winning in, in Philadelphia as a, as a second, really the second year starter, you know, new system last year, but he started last year. And I, I just think, I just think the world of him and what he's doing and uh great kid. He's very humble, um, but uh tough competitor. And he's doing, doing the things that I think we all, we all saw when we drafted him. Well, it's a heck of a week four game. I look forward to that, and I look forward to seeing what you do here in Southern California this week. And my last one for you is, you know, um, that respite in between Philadelphia and Jacksonville. I'm sure you, you thought a lot about, you know, the game and coaching and getting another shot, and now you did. What's it been like the last two weeks? The juice is flowing. You're out there. It's the NFL. You're winning a football game like you did this past week. Is it? Yeah, it, it's, it's great. Uh, you know, and I, that's what I told, I told our team in Jacksonville here back in the spring, the reason I, you know, got back into football and was for the guys to be around the guys. You miss the locker room. You miss the camaraderie with the players and, and, you know, to show that and to see that, you know, emotion Sunday on the faces of these guys. And listen, this, this team, you know, they historically have, they've not won. I mean, that's just, that's out there. And, 
you know, for them to do it in, in the fashion that they did it, you know, my hat's off to our players and our team for hanging together and battling through a lot of adversity over a, a long period of time. But and listen, it's it's a young season. We understand that, you know. We're, but but at the same time, we want to enjoy, you know, every every moment that we can in this league because you never know when it's going to be your last. No doubt, Doug Peterson. Thanks for the time. Uh, what's on the ice cream menu for this weekend? Do we know yet? What do we got? Man, I tell you, Hagen Dazs vanilla, straight up. You you haven't changed. It's that's it. That's it. No vanilla. That's it. That's, I don't. I won't change it. No. No. Is that a is that a uh, is that a, just a, a palate thing or is that a superstitious thing? What is that? No, it's just a palate thing. I just love just straight vanilla ice cream. My wife tells me all the time. She goes, "Why don't you like like Mercedes or mm-hmm. BMWs or you know it's mm-hmm. ice cream? It's you know it's ice cream." I I understand. What if Trevor Lawrence says, "How about we switch it up? What, what do you do? What do you do?" I said, I, "No, it's a no." Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> there's something something okay. don't change, and okay. that's one of them. No, you have, there's a there's a line that you won't cross, and I respect it. I respect exactly it. Exactly right, Doug. Thanks exactly for the time. Right. Always always cherish it. Thanks, greatly appreciate Thank it. You, you got it. Let's do it again soon. Yeah. That's Doug Peterson, head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Sorry, not changing the ice cream. Not even got to respect it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, T. Lock gets a few more dubs under his uh, belt. I'm sure maybe the ice cream will get you. How, I've always wanted to ask a coach that. Fifteen, your your first drive was 15 plays. We yeah, hear all the time good. about the first 15 scripted, which, by the way, I believe came from either Bill Walsh or even Paul Brown. I think that was the the genesis of let's script our first 15. I think that's a Walsh thing, if I'm not mistaken. And so here I got a coach just had a, an opener. 15 plays. Did you use them all? And I'm, you know, my follow-up question, because to me, when you have a 15-play drive to start the game for a score, and it's your quarterback who you need to get going with your connecting with your newly paid wide receiver, who a lot of people are wondering, is he a one? You're paying him like a one. Is he a one? And Christian Kirk has his first of two touchdowns on the day. Um I, you you got to look at your staff and you got to go, okay, high five. And my, my question, my follow-up question for Doug on that, I, I didn't want to say because I didn't want to put him in a position, uh, but I'm going to say it now. The follow-up question is, did you then not look at your staff and ask them to defend their resumes after that <laughs> opening drive? Because that's, you know, what's done in Jacksonville last year or so. Or you just like okay, you just you understand like okay, they're winners. Yeah, you hired. You don't them. have to. You hired them. Well, I mean, that doesn't stop a coach from from doing that if they hired them. Good point. Right. Good I mean, point. you still got my resume up there? By the way? Uh, no, I still have Kyler Murray's agent <laughs> saying he wants to get paid. I don't know why I'm still. I, I can't quit this. Like piece I said, of that paper. thing needs to be laminated, Chris, and yeah, hung up, framed somewhere. All right. Pretty good. Got some breaking NBA news. Ah, let's go to break. Let's do that. Is it not? Please tell me it's not on Kyrie's Twitter. It is not. Okay, very good. Then we'll definitely talk about that. That's next. 844204 Rich. Rod Woodson, Pro Football Hall of Famer, top of the next hour. Does he think it's picket time in Pittsburgh? Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about. 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. NetSuite is telling you about knowing your numbers because it's very helpful in these times. Just like 2000 and 2008, 2022 is a scary year for the economy. Dot-com crash and housing crash in the two previous instances. Right now, as you know, we're going through a roller coaster, total roller coaster, and it is dangerous to not know your numbers. But over 31,000 businesses have the confidence and clarity they need because they rely on NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR planning, and budgeting so you can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, improve margins, everything you need all in one place. How do you prepare for the uncertain times? Again, the answer is simple. It's NetSuite. NetSuite helps you identify rising costs, automate your business processes, and easily see where to save money. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program, so there's no reason to wait another second. Head to netsuite.com slash richradio right now. netsuite.com slash richradio. netsuite.com slash richradio. What is the NBA news of which you spoke moments ago, Christopher? All right, uh, 15 minutes ago, Sham Sharanya tweets, Phoenix Suns and Mercury owner Robert Starver has announced that he has started the process to sell both franchises. See you. Get out. Don't let the door hit you in the behind on the way out. Robert Sarver. Anybody who has read anything to do with this execrable human being, look it up knows that this is the only way to go about it. The only way to go about it. And, you know, I know the commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver, took the old slings and arrows, which is what a commissioner does, when he only suspended Sarver for a year and fined him $10 million. But a commissioner cannot force an owner to sell a team. You can't. The membership can force the sale of a team. Although you could say, well, what about what happened with Sterling? Well, Donald Sterling, you know, I guess had the the idiocy to have it on tape. I guess if Sarver was had, had his stuff on tape, he'd have been gone a long time ago. That's just, I think, the way things work in the 21st century. And the the other people who can force the sale is somebody like LeBron James tweeting about it and Chris Paul on the team saying this isn't good enough. So the writing's on the wall. I guess a minority partner of the team as well said, get out, get out, Robert Sarver. Just go. Yeah, Forbes has the Suns uh, valued at $1.8 billion. Well, yeah. if, if I'm not mistaken, maybe the minority owner just say, I'll take your shares. Maybe. The you fact know, that Chris I mean, Paul's got to go through this twice, though, in his career I is know. unbelievable. I know, Sterling man. and now Sarver. This, it's unreal. Of course, uh, Sarver did kind of do what I thought he was going to do in his statement based on our yeah. current unforgiving climate. So he, you know what? He, he played that yeah, getting, yeah, yeah. You getting know what? canceled card you know, on his Yeah, yeah, he got you know? canceled. He got canceled. Yeah. Okay, Robert, look in the mirror. You know, and that, uh, that other st- the statement, too, 
outraged me as well because it is what uh, so many people do these days when they apologize to say to anyone I offended as if that's a subset of the human race right as opposed to you were offensive to everyone pal he also started off as a man of faith so I'm willing to bet I don't know him he probably ain't a man of faith but I don't know him I've never met him all I know is I could see what's in his soul based on what was yeah found out and Some investigated stuff, but again man. that's you hear that like to anyone that i've offended it's just like okay no 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 you're not allowed to create that subset of individuals that smaller set of the human race just those are the people you offended because what your language and the way that you were there were other people that weren't offended by it oh okay i got it and those people guess what they're just they're 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 bad they're just as bad as you <laughs> pound salt and to to anyone so i would like to put out a statement to anyone who wasn't offended by what robert sarver was founded to do (laughs) you're you're terrible too (laughs) how about that how about that and that and that's from the subset of the majority of people who read about what robert sarver said and did so there you have that there you go I mean, where do you where do you turn after that? Kyrie's Twitter account? Oh, jeez. Oh. You know what? I hope not. I just on top, <laughs> on top of that too. It's just all right. Please don't. All right, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I just said what I said about the other. Can't wait for the season. It's going to be great. Can't wait for the season. Oh, you see, Robert Williams is having a procedure on his knee. Well, he needed that, don't you think? But he, but he needed it in, like a while ago. Yeah, in June, and not like a month before oh, the season it, so starts. I, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, brother. I don't know. Question is: Is when do I choose the Warriors to repeat? Now? Do I do that now? <laughs> do I do that now? Should I do that now? Hey, Rich, based you know upon to, the wow. way the Raiders are doing, wanna, maybe you should hold off. I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> you should hold off maybe just a little hey, bit. I good said call. the Eagles were going to win the East, good so call. I'm not that yeah. uh, good one. Oh, just two weeks, man. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you could. Did I send this to you? Did I send you what Stone Street sent me yesterday? Did I send that to you guys? Uh, he actually uh, texted it to me. <laughs> you had it. He texted it to you too. Yeah. I'm well, strolling up. Well, I told him to keep it up, keep up the trolling. He goes, "Don't worry." <laughs> I, I I get off the stage yeah. at the Roku event. <laughs> Where you know you know I feel you feel the when you're when you're in front of people and you're doing stuff that you can't look at your phone you feel it buzzing like okay I'll look at you know and it, it buzzed here I'll hold it up can you see what it is it says division leaders it's a screen grab of the AFC division leaders yeah and the yellow it says FYI with an arrow pointing to the O and two Raiders to the Raiders that's at, all it says at, from at Stone the Street yeah, yeah 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 that's it no comments no nothing. On a Tuesday, yeah. Well, because I, I <laughs> on a Tuesday, these a games Tuesday. these games have been over for forty eight hours. Because I, I texted this him. This has been over for five days. I texted him last week, like, "Hey, keep trolling, Rich, about this," and he goes, "Don't worry, I will." And then he texted me what he sent you yesterday. <laughs> Raiders at Tennessee. Somebody's going zero and three. Oh, I think the Raiders win this week. But yeah, the Raiders should win this week. The Titans are in trouble. The Raiders should win this week. They should have won last week up 20 to nothing at home. Could have won week one. Yeah, not good. 
if they start 0-3 after I've put it all out, there, okay, oh. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but so let me say this to uh, to Stone Street and the rest of the Chiefs. For those I may have offended. <laughs> I got to take the Chiefs and Survivor this week. They're, they look like the only lock. Against Indianapolis? Yeah. At Indy? All the matchups are tough. Oh, is that right? Oh, I got to take a look at that. Although I don't condone such things. <laughs> Rod Woodson's about to join us. Hey, Rod. He's got a football life on his football life. Oh, is that yeah. what it is? Yes. Oh, nice. yeah. And yeah, he got Steeler fans chant for Kenny Pickett. Uh-oh. That was quick. Well... Coming up an hour or two, my power rankings. Yes, coming up. Picketing for Pickett. I think if uh, if Pickett struggles uh, tomorrow night, we're going to see Pickett in week four. Oh, you Trubisky's tomorrow night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Brown that's Steelers correct. tomorrow uh, I thought the last 40 minutes of the show was appreciably better, don't you think? Yeah. because oh, you had some coffee? coffee? Yeah. Yeah, you right? got yeah it. it helped. You yeah, I think it helped. You, you, you were good with Doug. Yeah. Although Doug's straight black. I mean, I don't drink coffee, but... That seems That's aggressive. a lot of people. More people actually aggressive. do straight black. It's, 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 with, with it's a little bitter. It's a little bitter without yeah, the half and half. The half like, and half takes out that kick. Yeah. I was not a coffee drinker until I met Susie. She said that well, yesterday. Yeah. She told us that. Real, uh, Never drank yeah. coffee ever until oh. I met, until I you know started cohabitating prior to marrying I woke Susie. Up with coffee. I mean, obviously you needed it to keep up. <laughs> woke up. <laughs> you know what she does? <laughs> you needed it to keep. She walks. Like she she jogs when you walk with her. Hey, she's like, let's go for a walk with the dogs. And I'm like, you know what? I don't really want. Like, you don't want to go for a walk? Why don't you go for? Because I don't want to go for a run. As long as we walk, <laughs> you know, my walking. walk is not like trying to keep up with you ten feet ahead of me. <laughs> not us walking together. That's me following you. That's right. right. I don't want to do that. Yeah, if you want to go for a walk, great. I don't want to go for a run <laughs> right now. Susie anti pickleball too, by the way. Oh. She's she's only watched it for like ten minutes. She Anti-pickleball. Come on, what do you mean? Is this really? another bus throwing under here? Yeah. Please. She's watched it for ten minutes. Uber. <laughs> Uber. Come on, really? I gotta yeah. learn that from you. That's what she said. Uber. Wow. <laughs>